If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. This is Lynn from South Carolina and wanting to wish everybody listening to Into Tomorrow and Dave a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Well, thank you, Lynn, from South Carolina. I never would have guessed. Yeah, not at all. She, she has that, uh, that Southern Belle accent. And we appreciate Lynn and everyone listening, and we appreciate her holiday wishes to everyone. Now go have some grits and sweet tea. Oh, bless your heart. (laughs) This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting, with a new intuitive dashboard and stats system that gives podcasters unparalleled insights into their podcast growth. Start your free trial now at blubrry.com. And, of course, we talk about AI constantly on the show. It is the technology that a lot of folks are utilizing, talking about, wondering about, maybe even worried about in some cases. It can do everything from helping with a writing assignment, of course, to creating artwork. But did you know that it can also help companies limit their carbon footprint while also boosting their bottom line? Joining us now from the global sustainability leader of IBM Consulting is Oday Abash. Oday, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Thank you. I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Doing fine, and thank you for spending a few minutes with us. We, we talk, as I mentioned in the intro, a lot about AI. Uh, from your perspective, what is generative AI? And then let's get into how it can help scale sustainability. Sure, thank you. And again, thanks for having me here, Dave. Sure. So, so generative AI, or as people increasingly call it, gen AI, is sort of the next evolution of artificial intelligence. So we've had artificial intelligence around and used in many, many applications for the last several years. Gen AI is taking that to the next level. You'll hear people talk about large language models, okay, that is powering this new technology. And in essence, I'd ask people to keep in mind, it is a technology, it's an enabler, But what it's very good at is actually synthesizing vast amounts of data in all sorts of different formats, structured and unstructured, text, video, chat, images, all sorts of stuff, and driving new insights by sifting through and looking for unseen patterns. And that's where it's extremely powerful in its ability to help leaders get new insight and then drive new information and new decisions. And I just keep in mind for everyone, it is a technology. And at the end of the day, it's how that technology is used that enables us to drive meaningful impact, whether that's addressing climate-related issues or others. 
Very good point. Uh, you also mentioned, O'Day, large language. What does that mean? So, 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 Dave, this is just really around how these technologies work, which fundamentally at its core is based on very large data sets of all kinds of data. I said earlier, data that is structured and unstructured. So whether that's information, for example, in your enterprise around historic sales pattern or around inventory or around financial data, and then you bring into that other data sets like weather related, okay, mm -hmm. or information based on your supplier base. And you have all of that in one area. And then you train your algorithms based on that large language model. And then your algorithms get trained and fine-tuned depending on what the ultimate use case is. And that's how you then use that technology to drive new insights, which are then hopefully being put to good cause and driving better informed decisions at lightning speed. So it's this ability to sift through vast amounts of data, do it very, very efficiently, very, very short time that gives its power. And, and Gen AI is being used today in many environments, whether that's in HR functions or in an IT environment to accelerate code development, for example, where we see people who deploy AI, Gen AI, accelerate code development and, and reliability, you know, accuracy 30, 40% more. Hmm. And then we'll also see it being used in call center environments where it helps call center agents accelerate query resolution and more accurately and end up with more satisfied customers. So the application of general is very powerful. I've just given you three sort of use cases, but it goes far beyond that. Okay? Oh, for sure. And, and it's based, based on these large data, data sets, large language models. And of course, also, as you say, hopefully for the good of mankind, because there's yeah, a no, lot of uh, a lot of bizarre stuff also happening now with AI and, and I mean, everything from faking someone's voice and, and trying to scam money from someone else and and that sort yeah. of thing. But we're we're talking about uh, Gen AI for the good. Yeah. And I mean, David, it is an important point, and we probably shouldn't just sort of skip over it too quickly. I mean, with all technologies, OK, that deployed in the right way with the right sort of governance around them, they have a huge positive influence. Yes. Clearly, there are always going to be some bad actors. And if it's deployed without the right oversight and so on, then there are some downfalls and you've just described some of this. Okay. Yeah. You know, well, uh, I think I, I look at it very optimistically, but would also caution how it's used and make sure there's the right guardrails and so on. And certainly at IBM, we talk a lot about making sure there's transparency and making sure there's the right ethics and the right governance around all of these um, important gen AI applications. Because only, only then do you, do, do you build trust with people and it's important to have trust, otherwise people won't want to adopt the technology, which would be a real pity. Oh, for sure. Very, very good points there. We talk a lot about trying to bridge the gap between sustainability aspirations and actual action. What will it take to do that, do you think? Yeah, so there are a couple of points. And actually, I'm glad I'm glad you talk about the gap because there really is a gap. You know, certainly when we surveyed uh, a number of uh, execs, and this is all in the public domain, I'll, I'll point, point your listeners in the right direction to it later, okay? But we find something like 80, 86% of... Uh, people say that their organization has got a very clear sustainability agenda and a clear sustainability strategy. Mm -hmm. But the reality is when you dig deeper, it's just over a third of those who've actually started acting on it. And, oh. and, and the main reason, you know, there are two probably re reasons, but the main one I would say is actually a lack of the right data. So most organizations don't have enough of the right data within their organization or can't easily access it to be able to act on their sustainability strategy. And that's a really important point because actually technologies like Gen AI 
have a very clear role in assisting with the identification, classification, and reporting of that data. So that's very important. The second point in terms of bridging the gap is having clarity around aligning sustainability and profitability or value. All too often people see it as a conflict and we certainly don't. I can understand why people who adopt a very short time horizon might see a need to have investments and don't get the payback for a little bit longer. But actually, given we're talking about some major existential issues, whether it's you know climate or biodiversity and so on, it's important to try and take a slightly longer term horizon. But even, even in the short term, there are numerous applications of Gen AI that have a instant or in-year payback from an ROI perspective. So I would encourage people to think very hard about articulating the value and sustainability equation, as well as understanding the data gap within the organizations. And both of those, Gen AI can help. Excellent. And I understand that uh, somebody told me you can share three things uh, that every business leader, at least, uh, should know about uh, Gen AI. Yeah, there's, there, there, yes. I mean, I think uh, we don't want to have too long a list. Okay, so, yeah. so I, I, I would I would encourage ev- everyone in, the, in a leadership role to get more familiar with what Gen AI is and how it can be deployed for the benefit of their organizations in in accelerating their sustainability agenda, but frankly, also just in accelerating their business outcomes that they are seeking, okay? So I would say something around education is really, really important, and that's not just for the leadership, but that's actually for the people in the company. Mm -hmm. You know, there is some anxiety you hear about uh, Gen AI, so I think the more people are educated and informed, they can make better choices, and I think that's very important, okay? The second one is to recognize that Gen AI is a team sport. It's not something that you know resides with one man or woman because they've got a title and they sit on the board and they're responsible for sustainability. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and by a team sport, I'm talking beyond just the enterprise that people work in, but actually look at how do you leverage the ecosystem of partners because tackling some of these big sustainability issues requires open collaboration. And for open collaboration, you need access to data and technologies that help you share that data. And that's where Gen AI and what we call hybrid cloud, those two things together come hand in hand in fostering and uh, and driving collaboration, which is fundamental. And then the third one is, and I say this repeatedly, as brilliant as Gen AI is, it is not a panacea to all issues. So one needs to deploy it in a thoughtful, considered fashion because it is energy intensive. So we need to be very mindful of how we deploy it. And then when it's deployed in the right way, you can minimize the energy requirements across each of the sort of compute element, the network element, storage element. And if you do that, you can reduce, you know, energy intensity and carbon footprint from data centers by 20, 30, 40%. Okay. So, you know, three things really around, uh, um, understanding it and, and 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 upskilling your workforce, then working in a broader partner ecosystem, and then just being mindful and understanding of the energy implications. O'Day, you've given us lots to think about and some great information as well, especially talking about the importance of organizations collaborating. Where can we go to get even more info? Sure. So, so Dave, we on, on our website, as you'd expect, ibm.com forward slash IBV. That stands for Institute for Business Value. Okay, that's our thought leadership arm. We publish a whole range of information, but certainly our most recent uh, Gen AI guide for CEOs is on that website. Okay, that was published 10 days ago. And there's more information. So I'd encourage our listeners to take a look. And if you've got follow-up questions or they have follow-up questions, you can certainly get a hold of us uh, using the same website as well. Terrific. Global Sustainability 
reliability leader, and we see why that is the case with IBM Consulting. O'Day, Abash, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. It's our, Thank you, Dave. our pleasure. IBM.com slash IBV. We'll get you there, of course, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. 